Sheila Zielinski Show, the only show to give you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God. Now, here is your host, Sheila Zielinski. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this September 8th, 2016 edition of the Sheila Zielinski Show. I broadcast weekdays, that's Monday to Friday, at 6 p.m. Eastern Time live on WINB and, of course, at WeCanVigilante.com. And, of course, MixLR is a live show every day, 6 p.m. There is many options to listen, including the customized apps, that smart devices, Android. It's a great customized way for you, the listener, to tune into the show daily. And for those of you on the go, take the podcast along with you. And I really do want to encourage you to take advantage of those apps because they cost me a lot of money. They're customized and they're a great way for you to listen to the show easily. So again, take advantage of those apps. And lastly, I want to just mention Power Prayers, Warfare That Works. My new book is available on Amazon. The pre-orders were all shipped out August 30th. And if you have not got a copy get one. That's all I can say. I'm looking forward to the testimonies. This book won't just claim to transform your life. It will. Get your copy today. Go to powerprayers.ca. Still under construction, but at least you can order the book there. That is going to be a great website when it's finished. So I want to encourage you, bookmark powerprayers.ca. Well, folks, you're in for a treat, especially if you're a new listener, because My guest today is a regular on the show, and he celebrates 25 years on air. He has one of the most popular websites on the planet today. For how long, we don't know, but I'll tell you what. This guy knows what's going on. It is my friend, the one and only Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com. So without further ado, Steve, it is a pleasure to have you on today to weigh in on what's going on. Well, thank you, Sheila. And as we read the headlines today, you know, I have a hard time keeping up with headlines now. Yeah. It used to be that I'd post only in the morning, maybe in the evening. Now I have to post round the clock because there's just so much breaking. But you know what I'm finding? I call it headline paralysis. You know, we I posted the most heartbreaking story that I think I can even try and formulate words on without breaking up. And I don't know if you saw it on my website, but this really tells me where everyone else especially in the United States and the state of Christendom, okay? ISIS Muslim militants send rape videos and body parts to the parents of Christian girls they raped, tortured, and dismembered. I want to read that one more time. ISIS Muslim militants send rape videos and body parts to the parents of Christian girls they raped, tortured, and dismembered. I believe, Sheila, what we're seeing here is the true, if you will, reflection of the coldness of heart. Lukewarm, Jesus spews you out of his mouth. Then I call that when God vomits. I have a kind of a sermon on that. But the point being is that doesn't even cause a yawn, a burp, or any type of reaction from the mainstream Protestant denominations or Catholic denominations. When I see something like that, I, first of all, come up with a sense of outrage. 
then I basically weep and say, Lord, what is it going to take? What is it going to take? Maybe when it happens to American kids, you know, that might get someone's attention. But, you know, I used to say we're dumb unto death. Now I believe we're in the process of dumb unto destruction. You know, again, the scripture that comes to mind is the foundations be destroyed. What can the righteous do? Well, the only thing the righteous can do when the foundations are being destroyed and have been destroyed is basically stand on the word of God, uncompromising, bold in declaring Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, because even that salt can hold back corruption. The scripture says if one chases a thousand, two will chase ten thousand. Unfortunately, the thousand and ten thousand are being chased now are by the powers of hell. I think what I'd like to address today are a couple things that are coming up, and I want to get into the demonization of the United States and what I believe uh, has happened. Did you, Sheila, happen to see the alert I posted on my website about the, the vision I had the other day? Yes, I did. That really spoke a lot to me, and uh, I'm waiting on the Lord. People are emailing, when am I going to release the uh, 13 states and the specific cities? I have a really honest answer for that when the Lord says it's time now. Right. But just coming up the next five weeks, there's a lot of, I would say this, great concern, especially with the Obama administration's turning over the control of the Internet to ultimately the United Nations. And then on September 30th, the yuan officially joins the special drawing rights basket of currencies. And at that point, there's going to be a lot of people taking notice. The question is, when does the American dollar die? And what will be the overt or even covert act that will start it in a night in Asia and end up uh, attacking the markets? Now, we know this. There are no markets in America, free markets anymore. There are only manipulated illusions. That's my new way of saying that, a manipulated illusion. They won't even let the illusion stand. They've got to make sure they manipulate that. In other words, a double falsehood to present to the world. So the hidden agenda in the monetary uh, powers that be, and this is another thing I can't get across to people that I, I guess I, I'm not articulate enough, but the hidden agenda involves a formal transition from the U.S. dollar, world's reserve currency, to an SDR, a standard in world monetary. So in essence, it's going to be a basket of currencies, and the special drawing rights is a source of unlimited global liquidity. So they're going to replace one Ponzi scheme with another and even bigger. So at this point, we're at a place where the foundational basis of America's economy is destroyed. The middle class is destroyed. When the money crashes, can you imagine how many people are living on retirement? IRAs, KEOs, 401ks, when that goes away? The pension funds in America, to my knowledge, there are very few, if any, that are even fully funded and then protected in a way that no matter what happens to uh, all the government debt, the government issues, treasury, all IOUs from whoever owes you, the thing is everybody in the world is going to see an instant thrust into an unbelievable horror in the economy. And that's what I see coming, and I see it coming very quickly. You know, it's, it's amazing. There's two ways that God judges a nation. One is instantly Sodom and Gomorrah, Tyre and Sidon. The other is like a moth eating away at the, quote, fabric of society. And what we're watching, Sheila, is basically uh, everything becoming unraveled. 
And if you look at the paganism that is now rising in America and what I call techno-paganism, it becomes almost problematic that we're going to see some of the most horrific caricatures from uh, the mind of science fiction writers that have ever been filmed on cellulose or recorded on uh, digital media. The thing that's important to understand here is that we're getting into the realm now where it's no longer anything goes, everything goes. Does that make sense? It's yeah. no longer that, you know, it's just going to be one or two or three things, but it's going to be everything at once. And that's what I, uh, I see um, happening. Well, you know, Steve, I wrote an article two years ago called The Silence is Deafening. And the fact that, as you said, the crickets chirping in the pulpit while we look at this heart-wrenching butchering of our brethren, the beheadings, the barbarism, and it's, again, it's crickets chirping, but you just said it so astutely. The reactor rods are really, they're all going off at the same time here. We've got a smorgasbord from the pit of hell. We've got a demonic invasion upon America like never before, and that's child's play to what's coming, and yet zombie nation obviously bumbling along singing kumbaya while we spiral into this chaos and you know sadly all these people in the dystopic fog you get the emails you know i don't know if it's mk ultra mind control neurolinguistic programming just this dystopic cognitive dissonance but really steve would you say that it's like matthew 24 luke 21 mark 13 the book of revelation and the book of daniel all rolled into one Subway sandwich. I mean, the days of Noah's got nothing on this thing, does it? No, and I would say this, the sandwich that you just described, you have to top it off with Jeremiah fifty fifty one. The The one thing you can't overcome, I can't overcome, and none of us in talk radio trying to help people, we can't overcome their lack of knowledge for the truth. And I believe that there comes a time, and I, I don't know, Sheila, I can't put the time limit on it, but there comes a time when a nation's totally given over to demonic possession control. And people don't like that, especially when you're talking about it in Wall Street. I submit that everybody that has had a hand in the biggest financial plots, plans, and schemes to destroy the average American uh, and and then going into the world situation, look at what's going on in, obviously, Sweden, Norway, Denmark. We look at what's going on in France and Germany. We look at everything, the tearing down of nations. There's really no safety anymore, you know. And, and one of the horses, the apocalypse, is given the charge to take peace from the earth. So now I believe that's where we are. And I want to transition into uh, this uh, vision, September 3rd. And it wasn't a dream. I woke up. I was fully awake. And some of you may have noticed, I think I even posted some stuff at that time. Uh, anymore, if I can't sleep, I get up, I, sh I check the news, I go pray. And sometimes I pray before I go check the news because that's the only way I can cope with it. But listen, my open vision of Medusa's head of snakes rising over American and world capital cities, destined for, destined for the soon coming destruction. Now, this is me, Steve Quayle, first person. This morning at 4.30 a.m., I was awakened first with the following words. People are openly giving themselves over to demonic entrance, even having secret sessions and ceremonies to invoke these entities to inhabit their bodies. Now, this is interesting. There will be new out-in-the-open acknowledgement that it's cool to have sex with demons, resulting in a whole new cult of evil. 
Immediately after these words were given, I saw multiple Gorgon heads, that's like Medusa's head of snakes, coiling up around major cities across the world, but primarily North America, Canada, and Mexico. Now, here's what's interesting. To my knowledge, I've never heard this, and I believe this is one of those things that Pastor Langford calls a nugget. People were announcing their birth names and taking on the names of the demons that they are so willingly embraced, excuse me, that they so willingly embraced, who dominated their personalities. As each snake wrapped its body around a city targeted for destruction, another would join, and then another, until nothing but a ball of snakes was left, and then flash, they were destroyed in an instant. All that were formerly humans got more monster-looking in their appearance and turned into non-thinking entities. I was given the name of the 13 states with their specified cities, which will face their soon coming destruction. And I said this, as always, take this in all dreams and visions to the Lord. Seek Him for His wisdom and direction, provision, and protection. Now is the time to get right with Jesus through repentance and surrender to Him as the Lord and Savior. Pray for the discerning of spirit, which is a gift of God's Holy Spirit. So imagine this. Everybody's probably seen a movie, maybe Clash of the Titans, but Medusa, whichever way she's been portrayed. Some cases show her with a snake, the body of a female, and the head of coiling snakes and looking to her turned to stone, but I'm suggesting that even the hearts of the people in those cities targeted for destruction outside of the born-again, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, believers and followers of Jesus, repenting and obeying, I'm now qualifying everything I say, to separate those people away from the, what I would call, the clerically compromised pulpits of perdition. There you go, clerically <laughs> compromised pulpits of perdition. If I leave your show without one new uh, saying, I'm not being effective. So what's interesting about Medusa, each snake, and you can liken it to events, you can liken it to whatever, but I don't think people grasp what God is saying. And the Bible says, and this is why I tell people, take it, Lord, in prayer. Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. The book of Revelation says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. There's a difference between the office of a prophet, but the spirit of prophecy obviously is what God gave in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so what people have got to understand, there will be no way, here you go, there will be no way to deal with this stuff in the natural. It has now gone from the natural with uh, acknowledgement and acceptance to the supernatural in the natural, and it's battle fight, rebuke, and war against that which is warring against us. So we know this in the scripture, that our weapons are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. But we also know that we have to put on the full armor of God. I'm reminded of this daily. And the events that are transpiring now are coming so fast and furious, Sheila. If I post a story, within 30 minutes, it's old news, okay? I'm not saying that everybody in the world reads it, but I'm just saying because there's something more. There's something more strident, more dangerous, more provocative, more compelling, more perilous that just is replacing it. So when you've got the acquiescence to what we opened up with, the attitude of Christendom in America not even caring that little children, little female children are being raped, all the horrible things, and then their body parts or their pictures sent to their parents. You know, this is the fruit of wickedness. It's the fruit of evil. And people would better wake the hell up. Now, when I said that, I had a, a pastor write to me and said, you shouldn't use such coarse language. Wake the hell up? Forgive me, Jesus spoke of hell. See, this is what I'm talking about. Let me add a new one, okay? 
prissy pukes in the pulpit. And what's fascinating to me is the biggest story now out there in uh, Lyland, Lyland is the mainstream media, is the fact that, uh, what is it, one of the universities is going to hand out female sanitary napkins and items and put it in the men's bathroom. So do you think I'm really being unkind, ladies and gentlemen, when I call them meow men? This is so funny because even the Islamic mullahs are saying the West has lost its fertility. They've lost their virility. They've lost their courage. They've lost their nerve. And your women will be the birth canal for our warriors that will wipe your seed off the face of the earth. Now, that may sound like a boast, but that's happening. Europe is absolutely fallen, okay? Now, it's not falling, F-A-L-L-I-N-G. It's fallen because the politically correct leaders of Germany and France and and pretty much all of uh, Scandinavia and pretty much, uh, I I can't think of a nation right now, maybe with the Swiss being the exception, maybe the Italians now starting to show a little true grit. But the point is, is that we're watching the complete takeover and destruction of Western civilization. Now, that's pretty, how do I say this? That's a pretty charged statement, but no one can challenge that. Barbarism on this level, on the world stage, is more horrific than anything that I have known to date. And I think I said this to you. If I didn't, I'll remind the listeners where I have said it. You know, after 25 years, almost 10,000 hours now of broadcasting on my own show and other shows, I don't think people understand that the attitude, well, it's happening over there, is now happening here. We can argue about, you know, Albert Pike's World War III vision. Did he write it or uh, somebody else in the letter to Mazzini? But the point is, is that he basically worshipped Lucifer, acknowledged it, and most all of the world leaders are Luciferians. And the idea is, at some point, the Pope will come out, unless he dies, and state the fact that Lucifer is God. Tom Horn and I, and I want to make this really clear, unknown to each other, we always go on parallel tracks of getting the people of God to the destination of truth and understanding at a specific time chosen by the living God to bring the people of God to that point of understanding. Not only the understanding of the times and the events, but the importance of applying it personally. Now, True Legends, the DVD, The Unholy Sea, has gone over worldwide. We put it on Vimeo so that people can download it so they don't have to pay the freight, you know, and have to fight with customs. And I'm just telling you, the response from all over the world, I believe we're up to 80 nations that have responded to us. The people of God are being prepared. And it's really cool to know that, you know, God is so loving of his people. He doesn't want people any place in the world to be kept in the dark as this whole thing unravels. I would really encourage people to go on truelegendsofseries.com or go on my website, stevequail.com, and absolutely get a copy of The Unholy Sea. I have people buying them a hundred at a time. Interestingly enough, a lot of them are Catholics because the mainstream Catholics are appalled at the, what I would call the, um, what's the word? Uh, Apostasy? Thank you, thank you. So that's kind of our introduction for today. And so the United States, and then we'll get into whatever you want to get into, the United States, in my opinion, truly, people will argue with you, they'll argue with me, they'll argue with Pastor Langford that the United States is a mystery Babylon, but I got news for you. There's no way you can separate it 
from what's going on. At least we're the daughter of Babylon, if we're not mystery Babylon. There's spiritual Babylon, there's economic Babylon, and global Babylon in all of the attempts. Now, I want to share something that really is interesting. When God destroyed Babylon, they were obviously building their ziggurat to heaven, and the Father and the Son are heard, and anything they imagine in their hearts, they can do. Now, I don't know if you've seen the article, but there's a universal translator that can go in the ear, and with that universal translator, you can hear real-time. Someone can speak Chinese to you. You will hear it in your head in English or whatever your native language is. You will speak in English to them. They will hear it in Chinese. Is it really a stretch to call it technolon, technological Babylon? The reason why I want people to understand that is the times we live in. Oh, by the way, when the uh, Babylonian ziggurat was being built, there was a guy named Nimrod. Nimrod, as the book of Genesis states, was a giborim, a giant. Tom Horn believes that he was basically genetically altered and became a giborim. And that's what the uh, Hebrew is a becoming process. So... Guess what he was known for? Human sacrifice, cannibalism, total war, rebellion against God. When it said he was a mighty hunter in the earth, he hunted out men's souls to destroy them. So at this point, we have technolon, technological Babylon arising. We have uh, basically genetic Armageddon that's here. We have the end of the human race that's here. Unless Jesus shortens the days, as he said he would for the elect's sake, But putting it all together, Sheila, there is no going back. Even the black slime that is coming over Washington, D.C. and its monuments is, you know, the light of the gospel may still be burning in very few uh, few places and cities of refuge, etc. And obviously it burns in the heart of God's redeemed. But the redeemed have yielded to the powers of hell by allowing them to run roughshod over us. And that's what Jesus meant when he said, if the salt loses its savor, it will be trodden under the foot of man. But hardly a tear, hardly a concern, hardly a sermon, hardly a a newscast outside of on Christian maybe uh, programs intermittently. But you see, we have become the nation of selfies. And that is contrary to the gospel. And I think that if you watch this, You're watching, kind of, if you will, a Greek play play out before your eyes. There are people who are now falling in love with their own image. I mean, they love themselves, focusing so much on themselves that they're losing track of their place in the universe. They're losing track in their ability to communicate with individuals, and all they see is the exterior shell. So what's tragic about that, now we have a bunch of technologically isolated cyborgs playing video games. And look, save your complaints to me on video games. You don't understand the neuro-linguistic programming. If you do, then obviously you know what you're in for and you have no excuse. But what we're seeing is a subliminal control of every single facet of the dark world, the black sun, the children of the black sun, just sitting there turned to silly putty by the constant barrage of mind control. Each day, every story I post is getting worse and worse as to all the areas of control now that Skynet has over our lives. You know, it's too bad 20 years ago we didn't put in a little box and bury it the most insane headlines we could even make up. And then 
dig him up. I bet you the headlines today would be a hundred times worse than anything we could have ever even dreamt up in our head. Just complete twilight zone. And on the heels of this, this is something you mentioned that's really significant. Genetic Armageddon, you wrote that book. Of course, you updated it later with Xenogenesis, which people are new and they're listening. They've got to go to stevequill.com and get that book. You and Tom Horn, you mentioned on my program years ago that genetically modified humans containing animal genes, this is chimeras essentially, could be in communicado with demonic entities. Well, guess what? That's front page mainstream headline, Steve, eerily predicted years ago by yourself and Tom Horn. That's amazing. Yep. You know, again, I would say this, a man has nothing except he receive it from above. And I had a rabbi, you know, and this isn't an indictment against rabbis, just this specific one who said, I went back and read your prophecies from 28 years ago, and they all pretty much say the same thing. And my answer to him is, yeah, and which of the prophets did your fathers not kill? Because how many years did God warn and warn and warn and rewarn the people of God? And, and those days, obviously, in the prophets, it's being written at that point to those who had been brought forth out of the desert into the promised land and their descendants. So then obviously salvation was offered to the Gentiles and we have the same promises and all scriptures given by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So what that tells me at this juncture in time, Sheila, is that we are in such deep trouble that it, it, it is mind-boggling that those who still can't see, okay, I started writing those things in 19, let me, what's 28 years ago about uh, date-wise? I think some go back even longer than that, maybe even 30 years, and no one could receive or believe them. There were, there were books written about the end times where people had charts and this has to happen, this has to happen, this has to happen. The Day the Dollar Dies by uh, Willard Cantillon was talking about the times we're now in. Uh, that was almost 44 years ago, I think. Then it was followed up by Mary Stuart Ralphie's uh, When Your Money Fails and everything else, okay? So again, I stand on the statement, and this helped me. God, in his mercy, offset my frustration, and he said, no word of God spoken by a man of God is ever received by the people of God at the time it's spoken. Yes. You cannot argue with that. And yet now we even have, well, you've got it on your website just there today. It says literally, hey, there's a megachurch pastor and he's openly declared war against the Bible as being the foundation of the Christian faith. So you really can see, Steve, we're just past the point of no return, aren't we? Yes, we are. And it is so hard to grasp this single idea that there are entities out there. And when I use the word entity, I want to define this for your listeners. I think you know what I mean by this, but I want to make it easy. I believe that the entities are no longer human, okay? I believe that they've absolutely given themselves over to such supernatural possession, or the other converse of that is that they have become not only demon-possessed, but they have become replaced with clones. So when I use the word entity, I believe it's this. It is either a demon-possessed in control of whatever would be left of a human personality, number one. Number two, it is a complete biological clone 
pre-programmed for its destructive procedures, or number three, it's a literal fallen angel taking on the appearance of a human. Now, they can do that, because the Apostle Paul said they can appear as even an angel of light. Uh, obviously, the angels that went in to uh, uh, destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and Abraham's pleading, they were able, they looked as normal men. And people that see angels, real angels, I'm not talking about anything other than God's angels in this statement, can see them as normal people. Sometimes they're in blue jeans. I remember one time Romy uh, saw a figure walk in, blue jeans and a t-shirt, and she glanced a second glance, and she said, Steve, it looked like Jesus. Not one person even took the time to look up at the stranger. So I don't know what brand, and I'm not trying to be facetious or sacrilegious, but what I'm saying is I don't see anything that would indicate to me that people will acknowledge or will identify outside the Spirit of God bearing witness when you know the presence of God's holy angels are there. And then God said, because the fallen one is the master of seduction, there's a master of deception, is the father of lies, he says, my people need to have a supernatural quality, and that is a gift of my Holy Spirit, and that's discerning of spirits. And listen, I've been trapped in the last three months by listening to my ears, listening to my heart, listening to my eyes, but not seeking God before I hired someone or before, in essence, you know, I even got hooked up with someone. So, you know, I've learned, I, I, I don't know, I am praying this is a punctuation mark in my life, and I hope it will apply to most others, that we have to seek God. And I want to make it even clearer. Because of the duplicity, because of the seduction, seduction takes place beyond your ability to discern it at the time. There's a very powerful statement. Seduction takes place beyond your ability to discern it at the time. That's why Paul said giving heed. That means listening to what they say and acting upon it. Does it not? Absolutely. Giving heed to seducing spirits. So, in the, in the vision, the open vision I had that I read, and it's on my Steve Quayle Dreams and Visions, and I will release the cities, okay? I will release the states and the cities as soon as the Lord gives me charge, okay? I've learned if I can sit on something for 40 uh, years before the Lord frees me up to share it, I can certainly sit on this. Now, you can see his wisdom. There are going to be, need to be events that will take place in certain areas around the United States that will grab everyone's attention. So when I release them, they can take it. Now, I'm not saying it has anything to do with me, okay? I've learned one thing. Be the vessel. Let God pour whatever through you he can pour through you, and then ask him to, you know, expand your vessel so he can use you more, okay? And David Langford and I had a talk. I think we talked about this on, on a radio show uh, we were on together, and we both have come to the point. I'm older than David uh, by three years, and the thing is is that at this point in our lives, he's 61, I'm 65, but at this point in our lives, Sheila, we've come to the conclusion that every minute that God gives us, every hour that God gives us, every day that God gives us, in, in essence, that's to win people to Jesus before the lights go out in the city and things get really bad that rhyme with city. So the thing is, is that we're, we're at the point where, uh, do you ever pray? Let me just digress. Do you ever pray and just say, Lord, what will it take? Yeah, I, mean, I have to do that every yeah. day, Steve. 
Yeah, yeah, and I do too, you know. And I'll say it after an article I post. I'll say it after a phone call I get. Or I'll say it after hell mail I get, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I got a hotline to hell on this, you know. I mean, some of the people, are it's spawn. If somebody says, oh, you shouldn't let him get to you. They don't get to me. I'm just identifying who, who, you know, calling a devil a devil. I am relegated to the depths of the damned, and those are the nice ones that I get from these Hebrew Roots crew, the there's no such thing as a Holy Ghost. I mean, we get stuff from these jackals, hyenas. You know, it's easy for people to say, oh, well, don't let it get to you. But if you actually people, now listen, if you saw some of the horrendous emails Steve and I get, it is right straight from the pit of hell, isn't it, Steve? These so-called Christian in name only. Yeah, chinos, okay? C-I-N-O-S, Christians in name only. The thing is, is that they haven't been redeemed, so the poison in their spirit has to vent itself through their tongue. And I would add this, you know, I think you picked that up, jackals and hyenas, you know? Add a new one, pit vipers filled with venomous vomit. And if you know anything about uh, specific uh, snakes, for instance, the cobras can spit their venom, you know? Yeah. So, uh Spitting venomous cobras. Now, someone says, oh, that's beyond any man of God to name call. I'll tell you what. Go read what Jesus uh, did when he drove the moneylenders out of the temple or calling them people that they were children of the hell or their father's the devil. So, you know, I would like to say this. I wish the people of God would understand that God needs men of God and women of God, not only to stand the gap of his intercessors, very, very important, but to just simply proclaim him. King David said, let the man whom the Lord has redeemed say so. And just just judging from all the anonymity in some of these emails, or, you know, what the fished emails, they'll say something, you try and answer them back, and, you know, it comes back undeliverable. So, look, this is all, this is all psychological warfare, neuro-linguistic programming. Now we're told that uh, there's going to be an artificial intelligence program that's going to go out and try and diffuse right-wing extremists. That's anybody other than them. That's a pretty telling thing. In other words, you don't even own your thoughts anymore. And how do you tell if your thoughts are real? Are yours the enemies or the mind control satellites that exist? You know, one of the things that the people of God have got to understand when there's a desperate cry for help for people who are absolutely under psychotronic warfare, let me tell you something. These people can only be set free supernaturally through the power of God. I wish I could do it for them. I wish I could take out their implants. I wish I could make everything right in their life. That's in my heart to do. Only God can do that. But I'm telling you, Sheila, week after week, I'm getting more indications of the amount of mind control. Now, I'm talking about uh, lab people that have been monitored, and they're watching their reactions. And you know, They can put thoughts into our mind. They can read thoughts. They can do everything. They're trying to be in their own realm, the equivalent of God's omniscience, okay, all-knowingness. They're trying to become God so they can claim they know your thoughts. And this is all setting up for the Antichrist who will come on the scene, who will, and by the way, all this nonsense about the Messiah coming now and, you know, he's in the desert, he's here, he's there, and it is nonsense. Remember, Jesus said, I came, you received me not. Another will come claiming to be me, and him you will receive. Before the Jews received the real Jesus Christ, the real Messiah, they will believe the Antichrist or the Anti-Messiah until God himself 
to fulfill his promise that he made to King David and all the men of God and all the women of God in the Bible, takes the scales off their heart and their eyes. Until then, when you hear this, because we know from Scripture, when Jesus comes back, the whole world is going to see him as a lightning flashes, what, from the east to the west? So he's not in the desert waiting to reveal himself at this point. He's not hiding out in an Internet cafe reading his emails at this point. I actually had one guy send me an email and told me he was Jesus and he's in an Internet cafe, okay? And I can ask him anything. He'd give me an answer. And my simple question is, well, if you're Jesus, why are you on the Internet? That is sarcastic, but it's being used, I hope, to draw attention to the absolute insatiable fixation to stay stupid as if like the guy who's going to be shot by a firing squad closes his eyes or has a bandana put around his eyes and he starts singing he thinks that because he can't see it coming or because he can't hear it coming it isn't here you know and so what you get you get Tweedledum and Tweedledee talking Tweedledum sends Tweedledee an email what do you think Tweedledee goes oh let's find a Tweedlemore so Tweedledee or Tweedledum get a hold of Tweedlemore and pretty soon they just say what do you think and all of them agree to whoever had the best thought at that time then they call it truth okay well, I used to say one man lies, another man says amen, and everybody else agrees to it. Well, those two guys get it. They must be right. So that's where we're at, Sheila, in my opinion. Well, you sound like you're describing the mainstream vomit-broking media bobbleheads because it's like, hi, welcome to the 6 o'clock news, and here's what we want you to think. But, Steve, when you say clones and demonic invasion, I mean, it's like Derek Prince says, our battle is against principalities, powers, and rulers in wicked places. But, you know, just like Hill, I mean, look at her demons. I mean, if they're not manifesting, I don't know what is, but we do have, here's the good news, we do have power over all the power of the enemy, but regrettably, mainstream Christians, they're just not getting it, Steve. Yeah, well, you know, look, what we're watching is we're watching the king not only having no clothes, but he's being cloned butt naked, and there's now not just one king naked, there's a whole bunch of kings naked, and people saying, well, did you see how King 1 was dressed? Oh, I love the attire of King 3. By the way, King 5 was at a fashion show. (laughs) King 7, it said that he spent two hours before the mirror getting his appearance right. They're all butt naked, okay? They're all butt naked. Here's something interesting. You brought up Hillary. David Langford sent this to me. I don't think he'd have an issue with me uh, sharing it. He said this, um, Steve, after you prayed for me yesterday, the scripture came to my mind about the Hillary and the legions of demons that possess the swine. They ran off the steep mountain and choked themselves. The Greek says to choke means to breathe hard and wheeze, to throttle or strangle or drown, or to take by the throat. Doesn't that sound interesting? When John Kyle actually casts demons out, I mean, anybody can answer this. When you're casting demons out, they come out through the air. They're coughing. You know, I think she's totally manifesting, Steve. I do, too. Now, that's the other thing that I don't know if you remember this, and I'm not, I, I really am on record saying this, that the inward demons are going to begin to manifest outwardly, and the appearance of the host will change until it becomes the very demon itself, okay? Imagine, if you will, you know the way they computer age someone? The hellish creatures that are coming, and 
Pokemon. Pokemon is the greatest neuro-linguistic programming tool. It is the greatest mind control experiment in real time that I've ever seen. Pokemon stands for pocket monsters. When I wrote my book, Genetic Armageddon, Turning Men Into Monsters, people didn't understand what I meant. When Tom Horn quotes uh, uh, the book of Ezra's, uh, your women will give birth to monsters, most people didn't understand what that meant. Now we've got the news of a pig with a face, a human face, I think coming out of China, and uh, a sexual organ attached to its forehead. Well, look, I don't believe that just, you know, happens by chance. What happens is this, Jesus, again, the words of Jesus, if the days weren't short and there'd be no flesh left alive, that's humanity. And so I believe that we're actually at the threshold, Sheila. I wish I could tell everybody God won't give it to me. I've asked. He finally told me why. I always prayed I could give God's people, not the day or the hour of his second coming. That's not what I'm talking about. But of the times and the seasons, praying that I could give them a, a whatever, 30-day countdown, and that would be from heaven, okay? And the Lord said, you can't do that, Steve, because even I honor free will. And I will allow the people of God to make their choices for me or to make their choices against me. Of course, I know when it comes down, but it's not given to man to know that. And that's even King David said, look, I'm not going to, this is my paraphrase, but he said he's not going to exercise himself in manners too great for him, you know. When someone asked me, what's the chemical composition of lithium, and how did God take this atom out of this orbit, or this, blah, 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 I don't care. He just, God, he does this stuff, okay? And I think what people have done, Sheila, is they're focusing on the miners, and they're missing it. It's just like Jesus. He, you know, basically, who do men say that I am? The Pharisees couldn't see him. They couldn't see the forest of the trees because they hated lumber, okay? They couldn't see the Son of God manifesting in their religious climate because they love the religious religion more than they love relationship. Every single man of God or woman of God in the Old Testament or the New had a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And until people have a transformational relationship, it isn't going to happen. I want to make something really clear, too. Because of the nature of weather warfare that's going on, Sheila, right now around the world, one of the books I wrote, I just cut the price in half. It's called Weather Wars. It's on my website now. It's 15 bucks instead of 30 and one of the and people can can basically call the store on that 406-586-4840 or it's up on my website it is that important to understand what's going on do you know that there are still people that don't believe in aerosol spraying chemtrailing versus contrailing Dane Whittington has done a marvelous dog on what a job on geoengineeringwatch.org, I think is his website. But here's the deal. My book, Weather Wars and Unnatural Disasters, normally sells for thirty bucks. I just made it uh, I said to Daryl, I said, Look, we gotta get people out there to understand because judging from my emails, okay, people are saying, I don't know what to make of the weather. That's because you don't know who's making the weather. So you can go on stevequail.com and on my books, uh, you know, it's up on the top banner, and you can order that at half price. I'm also going to make Aliens and Fallen Angels. That book has won more people to the Lord by explaining aliens, giants, and the whole, if you will, presentation of the Catholic Church. That thing's normally 30 bucks. We're going to sell that for $15, too. That's a deal, because I'm really concerned, Sheila. Look, 
look, if we if we see the internet shut down, you know you go down, I go down, Alex goes down, everybody goes down, Doug goes down, Doug and Joe, everybody that's on the internet. Now, I don't believe that they'll take it down on the first, but I believe you're going to see such horrific censorship that, you know, they'll uh, lope along until the election, and then that's when the decision will be made. Hopefully, there's enough Republicans or even Democrats with spine to withstand this, but we know it's coming, we know the day is here, and then we know that everything that Jesus warned us about now is in play. And I'm telling you, it, we're beyond the Second Chronicles 7.14 for a nation. Our nation is given over to judgment. Do you think people understand that statement? No, I don't think they can wrap their head around that, Steve. I, I, it is so perplexing to me that they just simply, they don't get it. And I, I keep saying to the Lord, Lord, what's it going to take? And I said that 20-some years ago. You see something in the Spirit, or God gives you a word, you automatically assume it's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, months, or even the next couple of years. What's interesting is because of the long-suffering uh, love of God for his creation, he calls his judgment his strange work, okay? That's a scripture. So the thing is, is that he, God is patient. He's merciful. He's loving. He's kind. He will respond to prayer. Two people in a car, they get in a horrific car wreck. Even sometimes they're both Christians. People go to the Lord in prayer. Why did one die and the other live? And the Lord simply says, the one that lived was covered in prayer. So the people of God listening to me, don't give up on praying. Don't give up praying for your loved ones. Give them over. A lady came in my store who uh, watched me on Jim Baker. I think David and our shows are playing on now on the Jim Baker show. Jim B-A-K-K-E-R show.com. And she was kind of befuddled. She's telling me what she's going to do, what she wants to do. And I said, ma'am, what you're going to do and you want to do, that's irrelevant. You better start focusing on what you need to do. You need to do what you need to do. I'm not giving a play on words, Sheila, but you need to be a doer of the word and not hear. So let's just say this. The headlines now, to those with open ears and open hearts, should be becoming so more provocative to move you to do, to seek the Lord first and foremost, to make sure you get right with Jesus. That's what I said on my very first broadcast, and I'm still saying it on this broadcast with Sheila Zelensky. And by the way, I also want people to get the DVD. I'm, I'm actually telling you this. The response I'm getting from people who are buying it, and literally by the hundreds, you know, if you buy it by the hundreds, we'll give it to you at the bookstore price. But the point is, is that they're giving it to people, and people are saying, now I get it. It's like this. When Tom released the whole thing, Exo Vaticana, when they went on public uh, record as talking about the Pope that was going to resign, who resigned, and this one coming in, and based on, uh, you know, the prophecies of St. Malachi or Malachi or whatever, but the point is, is that the world couldn't understand how you could figure that stuff out. They thought he had a secret insider in the Vatican. Well, it's the same way the kings that made war in Israel couldn't understand that God would reveal to his servants, the prophets, the thoughts that they thought while they slept upon their bed. And I don't think people understand this, you know, the mockers and the scoffers and, and the false witness bearers and those who sow discord, that the very words we speak may just harden your heart against God. And that's why I see happening in Hillary Clinton. Remember this, Pharaoh dies in the Red Sea, and I don't know the outcome of Hillary Clinton, but it would not surprise me to see her literally melt down on stage, 
I'm just telling you this, she has made war against heaven to such a degree that she has been associated with so many people's untimely demise. Some people say 152. Larry Nichols was Bill uh, Clinton's, uh, you know, whatever, chief of staff during the Clinton governorship. And now what people don't understand, there is no basis now any longer for this country to stand. Donald Trump, you know, I believe, let me share this, I support him. I started supporting him before he ran for president because when I saw who his enemies were, I thought they wouldn't get this uh, infuriated unless he was saying the truth. And I believe that he's fulfilling the very, if you will, he is, God can use whoever, and I believe God's using him to be the prosecuting attorney to present the evidence before the world of the absolute lies, the fraud, the evil, the wickedness, and I believe that happens before we get destroyed, okay? I stand on the record, Sheila. Most talk show hosts won't stand on this. They say I'm crazy. But I said, before America's destroyed by Russia and China, that was at least five to six years ago, we weren't at war with Russia or China. We were still kind of friends. Before we're destroyed by Russia or China in a nuclear war, God's going to reveal the sins of America's leader to the American people and the people's sins before a holy God. Now, I suggest to you when a MiG-27, a Russian aircraft fighter, is within 10 feet of the wings of a P-8 Orion or whatever the airplane was in the Baltic Sea area, for 19 minutes they're sending a message. When the Iranians uh, send four, if you will, their high-speed attack boats against one ship, in the Persian Gulf, and the Americans basically are on a no-fire command, they don't fear us anymore. You see, any prestige we had is gone. All our national identity is gone. All the respect for nations, the headline's a drudge. There's no present in history that has incurred the absolute contempt of the world. I remember being on your show. America will become a hissing in the nostrils of the nations around us. Remember that? That is a form of absolute contempt, you know, and also is the sound that a snake makes. So it's interesting. The ball of snakes in the world now is what we're saying, wrapping around the king snake. And the time, if you will, of dragons, literal dragons, monsters, literal monsters, and nightmarish creatures is upon us. And there is no way now to uh, deny it. And as, as people try and deny it, they'd better basically acknowledge it. And Jesus said, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. And I believe that every Christian should be praying that, confessing that, and believing that, because what we're up against is not just simply of this world. The headlines, most of them are of this world, but notice the transition, Sheila, from earthly events to how many times you see demon-possessed people on drudge, the words exorcism, people eating people's faces off, the information I gave about the little children, what's happening to Christian girls. Where is the women's right, those hypocritical, hellish whores that will not speak up for their little sisters? Oh, guess what? It doesn't fit the agenda. So when people understand this, that we're watching, if you will, the end of the age, not the end of the world, but the end of the age play out before us, they'd better make that a matter of their priority because guess what? They're in the sights of the evil one, and if you go into a room with ten people, nine of those people are scheduled for destruction. 
nine out of ten. So that's what the globalists want. That's what the Luciferians are working for. And that's what all technology, biological enhancement, transhumanism, CRISPR technology, gene splicing, synthetic biology, astrobiology, nanobiology, every single form of uh, weapon that can be fielded against a human genome is now they're making war on you and your genes. And I'm not talking about your Levi's or your Wranglers. I'm talking about that which you are created with and that which bears and even the, has the, if you will, the sum total of your life's experience. So, you know, thank you, Sheila, for having me on today. And again, please take advantage, ladies and gentlemen, of my book offer, Aliens and Fallen Angels, half price, 15 bucks and also uh, weather wars. If you don't understand what's going on with the weather, by the way, the same machines that make weather, distort weather and steer weather, also initiate earthquakes. Oh, that's interesting. And volcanoes, weather wars, man-made disasters. So, boy, how's that for a mouthful? We covered a lot of area. <laughs> well, it's beast tech merged with angel tech. Like you said, we're acclimated for a total satanic takeover, the mark of the beast. You know, we're in the last really the last seconds as the sand slipped through the hourglass, Steve. And as you said a long time ago, I mean, we're also getting acclimated for Satan to arrive as the Savior. I mean, it has just all come to complete fruition. And as you said, I mean, you covered so much in True Legends, the unholy sea. It's, I mean, I get emails on it all the time. It's jaw-dropping, just absolutely remarkably done. And I want to encourage people, go to stevequail.com. Click on True Legends, The Unholy Sea, and get that full-length feature film, folks. It's episode two. And get Steve's books. You have to get Xenogenesis because, I mean, Steve, you lay that out so well like no one else. And again, Steve, I want to thank you for not only 25 years of broadcasting. Of course, we came out with the book Colloquialisms, just a little compendium of all the one-of-a-kind, as only you can say them, Steve, Colloquialisms. We also just want to say, Steve, thank you for... 25 years on the air. That is something, I'll tell you what. Well, again, praise God, and uh, praise God, and praise God. I say that, you know. What's cool, and I just want to give God the glory, is he took me from the guttermost and from the rankest and profane person on the planet, and he took me into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And I just thank God, because, you know, at the end of the day, all I rest my hat on is a scripture that says and declares that, let the man whom the Lord has redeemed say so, and those who have been forgiven much love much. And that's my testimony, you know. He was forgiven much, he loved much, and thank God he first loved us. Sheila, blessings to you, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to us today. Thanks, Steve. Folks, that was Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com. Go to his website, pick up those books. What a great deal. He really lays it out like no other. And how timely, considering what we're up against. Really, really good stuff. Hey, and if you want a copy of Colloquialisms, again, a compendium that I've put together of a lot of the one-of-a-kind phrases from Steve Quayle, just simply... Go to WeekendVigilante.com and click on the right-hand side. There is a little picture on the right-hand side. It says Colloquialisms. Simply put in your email and you will receive a free PDF of that little ebook that I've put together. It's an eclectic mishmash of the one-of-a-kind phrases from Steve Quayle. As he just said, he went from the 
Well, here's one from the book. He went from the guttermost to the uttermost. And there's a whole bunch of really good ones that'll give you a smile, I'm sure. So get your copy of that. And if you haven't already ordered Power Prayers, Warfare That Works, and it does work, get your copy today by going to powerprayers.ca. This is a really important book, folks. Carla Butad and I put this together for you after three years of requests. We really saw it was evident to put together examples of how to pray powerfully because don't forget, praying is when you're addressing God. Warfare is when you're dealing with the enemy. We have combined the two into something that there is nothing like this out there anywhere. Trust me, I've looked. Completely a gift from the Holy Spirit as we crash headlong into these dark days. Hey, and if you did not hear Carl and I on the Hagman and Hagman show, it was the day the book was released on Amazon, actually, August 30th. Go back in the archives. I think you will be very blessed by that show. And don't forget to check out, as Steve said, him and Pastor Langford on the Jim Baker show. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night and God bless.